All right, everyone. Welcome back to episode 139 of the 580 show. I'm joined this week. We got a really good episode. I'm, I, we'll, we'll talk about everything. We're going to we'll go through what we're going to talk about. But really good episode. I'm joined by two phenomenal strength athletes, um, CJ Krause and Tom Mannion. Welcome to the show, boys. Thanks for coming. Cheers, mate. Thanks for having me. So uh, I went, uh, CJ's definitely phenomenal. I'm just a, a bit part specialist who... <laughs> has a a few things he's good at but uh yeah i'm a, i'm a happy just to be hanging around and being competitive in my little niche into my early 40s so yeah, yeah it's, it's incredible all... too and i mean so people know you're hopping on this podcast at one in the morning your time so we appreciate your time man i i, I appreciate your willingness to come on yeah it's good yeah, don't well, so, don't I'm... say it's so short <laughs> honestly <laughs> yeah we'll, just, uh... yeah We'll we'll talk about Tom and all in, in his accomplishments as well. I'm sure as we go, um, but and, and CJ's as well. And um, but you know, I I like to do episodes like this where we have guests on where I see fit. And this week, I thought you guys were perfect. You you both were a little outspoken on stuff, and you both have history, um, cutting to 80 kgs, right? And uh, yeah. So so yep. I just thought this was a really good panel. And so the topic this week was. Um, a cut. Two things went. Two things in strongman. There's no punishment for not making weight. Um, at low, uh, at the whole way, the whole spectrum, right? The lowest level shows. You show up for a local show. You don't make weight. You bump up to the highest level show. What we're seeing this weekend, right? Um, yeah. And the last time I mentioned Ben Don on here, the whole country of France freaking was in my DM, sending me stuff I didn't understand, threatening me. So. We're just talking about it. This is this well, is, this is my opinion. This time. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. I want to. I, I, I want to preface any better this time. So yeah, right. I want to preface and just say, you know, like I'm not trying to come off as like a hater or you know, run anyone through the mud or anything. We're just, you know, we're guys that like strongman, and and when you like something, you're passionate about it, which is great, and you want to talk about it. So. You know, yeah, sure. There, there's no punishment. And then another thing was in online qualifiers. And I want to talk about that too, being within a certain percentage, stuff like that. Because, the, you know, you say go viral. I say think something went viral in Strongman. You remember how small our little niche is, but it went viral within our own little world, those two topics. So um, let's start off with not making weight. Like, what do you, you guys can go in any order, CJ or Tom first, but like, not making weight at a high level show. Uh, it's happened to CJ before. It's happened to you at the Arnold, right? Like, yep. Um, so, so you're as qualified as it comes to talk about it. Um, but what do you guys think? Like, what should happen? What do you think of what's going on with all this stuff? You know, talk about it a little bit. Well, I mean, the biggest thing I think is that there is no ramifications for it. At the local level, I'm not sure there needs to be much, though, in all reality, because you're not really taking someone's spot. You're not vying for anything. For something that's qualified for, especially when there's a limited number of spaces, I believe there should be some kind of penalty. Like, um, that's one of the big things. Like, I, during the Arnold last, last, two years ago, something like that, last year, I was trying to get down to 80 kilo, and my cut wasn't going the right way because of medical reasons. And I just bumped up to 105, which, like, I knew I wasn't going to win that one, but there was, there was no 90 class on that. But, like, I did everything I could. Like, medically, I had to cut myself off um, for that one. That's when I really – I was 
not as good at cutting. And that's the only time I've ever missed at a high level show. But I, I learned from that. And I was like, the biggest thing I think is like, you have to be remorseful when that happens. You have to kind of like reflect on it. I haven't seen too much of that from some of these athletes, but I think when it comes to like, there's no penalty for it. It's a big thing. Local levels. I don't see the biggest deal with that because there's no prize money. There's nothing on the line. Maybe an invite. You still have to earn it at the next level, but like for a nationals or for like something that'd be qualified for, or for something that like people earn their spots and you wouldn't have, like I probably should not have been allowed to compete at the one Oh fives, like in all reality. But obviously, an athlete's going to take every opportunity that they can. Like, you can't blame the athlete for you're taking the opportunity. In, you're already in Columbus, right? Like, you're going to, if yeah. they say you can compete, I get it. And yeah. I remember, I remember how bummed you were about it and remorseful and apologetic and stuff like that. Not like it really changes anything, but, you know, it's, it's the human side of the athlete. And I do agree with you with the local level, dude, because you could sign up for a local show nine months before and you bump up from 80 to, to 90. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think I think what what we're talking about is like nationals and higher. Mm-hmm. To be honest, well, if I want to throw like my full opinion, I I thought about this a lot, like the ramifications of it. Um, I think Chaos did a very good job of one of the athletes that was not making weight. They allowed him to still compete, so he still trained for the show, still did things, but he had to go first in every event, and his points didn't count. He couldn't affect anybody, couldn't do anything, but he was able to showcase himself as an athlete. I thought that was a fair way to go about it. So I think that could be like a first offense. Like you still can do the show. If you yeah. choose to, but you cannot affect another athlete on that one. I think second offense should be a suspension. Like you, you can't compete in this weight class for X amount of time. And third, you should just be done with that class. You're not allowed to compete for them again. And like, yeah, I think that's the most fair way to do it. In my opinion, that's something I've thought about. Right. And I want to let, I want to let Tom talk about it too, but you know, it's, it's a really good point when you start talking about suspensions and stuff, because I think um, it may sound silly to some people, but when you want to, grow strongman and make it bigger and bigger you need to start treating it like athletes right where there are ramifications if an mlb player cheats he gets suspended he pays a fine stuff like that um so it may sound silly to some people's like we're overreacting but i i think it's i think it's a really good point as the sport grows i remember when uh clash started they had a policy i don't know if pro strongman league still has it but if you miss the policy yeah, if you if you missed weight, it was a zero tolerance policy where you weren't invited back to that. You weren't allowed to compete at that. You're not you're whatever. not allowed to compete in that class again if you miss weight at one um, clash or pro strongman league show. That is black and white the rules for that, um, and, and that's an aggressive way to do it. But it's a way to treat people like professionals. We want to take we want to bring this sport to the next level and it is growing. And we want to be taken seriously. We need to start acting like actual athletes and get have ramifications for our circumstances. That happened, good, bad, ugly, and like I said, I like I said, I take full responsibility what happened to me, and I don't think I should have been allowed to. But again, I'm an athlete, I don't blame for taking an opportunity either. Yeah, and it's you. You said it earlier, but you go when you look at it, you're taking a spot from someone else, especially at a show like Clash or Chaos. Like if one of the online guys, you know, or an invite doesn't make weight, that that was a spot that could have potentially been for someone else. That's another, especially athlete. with especially with limited availability when they're inviting X amount of athletes, there's not an unlimited source. And especially a lot of these shows, like the major shows, like you don't pay to compete for pro strongman league. We're not paying them to enter that or clash love last year or whatever. Um, we didn't pay. So we're, we are, and we could win money. So that's like as professional as it gets. So you have to be expect to be treated and acted of the sort. I'm certain that these guys probably didn't pay to do OSG Europe. Or if they did, I'm not, I don't know, right. but either way, like, 
And they yeah. were, they limited the spots to 20 or something like that. They invited 20 guys. The 21st, 22nd, 23rd were probably ready six weeks ago to start doing their training and get ready for it. But, you know, they, you took someone's spot. So there needs to be some kind of ramification, in my opinion. Tom, what's your thoughts on all that? Yeah, I mean, CJ talked a little bit about this. Uh, we we uh, spoke for a wee while in London while I was there for uh, Static Monsters. We pretty much see eye to eye on most things here. Uh, to summarise my viewpoint on it, and again, I've thought about this a lot, uh, small shows up to a certain level, fine. It doesn't really matter, especially if there's no real prize meal on the line, if there's no qualification spot going into a big comp or what have you. I think the problem with allowing someone to move up a weight class, uh, there's two or three big problems where someone can look to gain an advantage. Uh, and I'd thought of this, but the first person to post it publicly was Luke Davis saying, you could do the qualifying weights for X division and then go there being what they're, they're saying now that you, that you don't even really have to prove what body weight you are in in the off-season, basically, when you're doing these qualifiers. So I can be 98 kilos and be like, oh, I did X deadlift, X farmers, and X overhead, right? So I can do those qualifying numbers and then either cut down or not. Let's just say I pretend I'm doing the 80 class because I believe there's a couple of people had no intention of making the weight class several weeks out. It was clear to both me and Sue that one person in particular had no chance of making weight. I called it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so they didn't go in there, knowing they're going to move up, right? Even a couple of days before, still pretending in my eyes that they're, they're going to do the class that they're supposed to be doing, but they have no intention of doing it. And it's not the first time uh, this has happened uh, either. So and imagine the scenario where take the, the under-64 and the under-73 women, now, the, uh, to what I was seeing, the 73s would be a bit of a weaker class uh, at Europe. So say you're number two or number three girl, right, in the 64s, you're like, Nickers, I'm not going against uh, Kate Connolly and Rhiannon. I'm just going to miss weight and then move up. Do you get what I mean? Having only done the cover, there's so many ways that you could, you could abuse it. So, and the thing is as well, if you know you can, you can move up, especially if we're doing a big cut and I'll, we'll get to what I consider a big cut in a bit. It's a lot bigger than what people would, some people would, you know, saying X amount is a cut. I'd be like, yeah, hold my beer. That's not even, I'm not even getting started yet when they're saying that's a big weight cut. Uh, if you know you can move up a class, it's very, very easy to just be like, oh, Nick is to this. I can always move up. Whereas if you know you're out, you're going to keep cutting as long as it's, you know, safe safe to do so do you know what i'm saying yeah there's no security like, there, there's a like security pro thing. show yeah like pro show uh europeans worlds in these recognized feds just no i don't think if, i do like like the the special event show a, a amazing show by the way that rihanna and luke put on the chaos like 90s was it's probably the is it the best show ever held maybe I think so, and I include all the heavyweight stuff in that as well. The level, the, the way it was run, the presentation, everything. It's not the worst thing to let your man move up and showcase his stuff. But imagine then he beats everybody, even though his stuff doesn't count. Do you know what I mean? You're then going to take away from, you know, you're just setting up scenarios where it's not going to look good. I just think 
no, you don't get to compete. So I'll I'll give you a little scenario here of where I I didn't miss weight because it was it essentially it was like a, a record breakers day. It was done in a Andy Black's gym uh, at the time. It's in the middle of nowhere in Scotland. I don't know if you've heard about this place. I did this comp on like a week's notice because I was supposed to go to Italy and go and go against uh, the Italian champion for the. And they 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 bought my plane tickets. They bought me a fucking a villa for me and my young protege at the time, a girl who was training. We were going to go out there lift, and then they changed the COVID rules the day before our flight. Right, so I couldn't go. Uh, Rhiannon, who was my coach at the time, she found an alternate event for me, Andy Black's uh, event, and ended up getting a hotel room in a B and B in a pub. And of course, I rung them up. I'm like, have you got hot water? You know, because there's no sauna. I'm like, have you got hot water? I get there. The hot water runs out after one bath, right? So now I'm over 90 kilos still with about 10 hours to weigh in. And normally that's the kind of cut I can do by alternating like hot baths and heat blankets and stuff like that. I ended up taking, I think it took me 17 hours from that point. I was filling the bath up with a 500 mil kettle and my, uh, and my rice cooker. And I made weight. But I didn't then have the time to refeed correctly. And by the time I, I think it was the record was like 3.37 at the time. I tried 3.38 and got it to my knees. But uh, I wasn't quite back at 100%. But that's the closest I've ever come to missing weight. So people talk about like, oh, sauna problem and this problem and that. Try cutting 10 kilos in the middle of nowhere with a, with a travel kettle and a, and a rice cooker. Because that's what I did. So people whinging about 10% weight cuts. I do 13, 14, 15% in 10 days. So I'm not saying it's particularly healthy, but it can, but it can be done. And that's part of the big edge I had when I was uh, competing at 80. Not only could I, could I do the cut, I could actually get back up and retain 98, 99% of my strength. So, but uh, yeah, to put, I just draw a line in the sand and say these major comps, no, you're not lifting. And it, it had cut all this crap out, like at least 90% of it anyway. I guarantee you'd have a lot less people missing weight. So, Right. Yeah. And I, I think as we see um, comps grow where it's just a, a certain weight class available, like CJ, you just competed at Chaos, right, as the 90s. So if you miss weight, you don't have that security blanket to move up to the 105s. You know what yeah. I mean? So I think as we see more shows like that, but then we have OSG where you have that security blanket. And obviously I think there's no, uh, I, I don't think we're being too secret about where, you know, this was kind of sparked by Ben Donan, right? Who's a champion. At, he won clash of the eighties. He won OSG eighties. The, the incredible thing about Ben is that he is such an, such an insanely strong dude. And I got yeah. to meet him at the Arnold. It is undeniable that he is in that top, top, top percent of strength athletes. And it's incredible to watch him. Even this weekend, whether he was planning to make 80s or not, he's he's in, he's on the podium right now after one day at Europe's in the 90s. Yeah, and I'll just say, like, he was my teammate for a little while under Tom Hibbert. I was, when, I, when he started to improve there, it was like, I think he failed a 330 deadlift in December of 2021. That's how good he's got so quick. He's he's fearless, brutally strong, technically proficient, uh, has bravado for days, showman. Like, how can you not want to to like and root for this guy? 
but let's just say there are problems, and that's uh, that's putting it lightly. I uh, this goes. I mean, I don't know how much. Uh, do you want me to go into this now before sure. we? Uh, sure. Yeah. All right. So, so I basically put that I am not a Ben Donin hater as such. I'm a, I'm a I'm a fan. Like it was me and him. We were supposed to go head to head for the world record. He had the the chance to do it at the the Arnold uh, Europe, but it ended up being me and Rich Molnar. He says, oh, I'm going to do it in my gym like a week later. But it was in dollars. It was like over $3,000 if you break the record there. So already I'm like, what? why wouldn't you? Do you know what I mean? It's a 100 euro Ryanair flight from, from France to London. And it's already in my head. I'm like, why is he not wanting to come over? So, But me and Rich both missed. That wasn't a... Uh, I don't know how much you know about that comp, but that wasn't the best. That wasn't the best comp. We weren't given the best uh, shot at it, shall we say? But uh, that's already. I've already spoke about that. Probably, I'm not going to go into that. Uh, so then, I think it was either ten days or two weeks later. He pulls, and I think his best lifting training was a a missed three forty double, like a hitch three forty. Went for a second rep and missed it, and then he'd even been training throughout the the week. Like, if you're doing a big weight cut, pretty much five to six days out, you have to stop training because you're already – your electrolytes are all out of whack and you're starting to decarb. Like, you'll end up ripping something. So you might do a speed day, like, five days out, and then a very light workout three days out. But he's throwing 90-kilo dumbbells around and doing all kinds of shit. And I'm like, what is he doing? Is he doing this comp or is he just going to do it at 90? Then uh, he goes and pulls 340 like a speed rep for the world record, 350, the RPE 9, and then pulls 360. And I was like, wow, just all I could do was tip my hat. Uh, I wasn't at all suspicious at this stage that like, anything was going on. But uh, you have to look at the entirety of what's happened since going back to, it's pretty much a year. He won the clash the third week of August, and you've already talked about how he, what he showed up at like 84 and then was given another eight hours to make yeah, weight. Yeah, I, w- I was at that show and I was at my actual gym. So yeah. basically he was the last one to weigh in, like the last, last one. Like I was probably like, I weighed in like an hour after weigh It's a pro show for thousands of dollars, right? Is there yeah. a weigh-in time or is there a weigh-in time? I mean, they allowed, him, they allowed him to go to rules meeting with it. They pushed it farther back, which shows well, have been known to do. Yeah. But he came in um, for a second attempt to weigh in when I heard around the like 83, 84 kilos. They had, they told him to go make weight. He comes back like six hours later. He is, makes it barely. He is yeah. getting three IVs, three IVs at least. At yeah. meeting while it's all well, going that's how on. long it would take. Those last three, four kilos take, can take if you're a, if it's a 12, 13% cut. Yep. Yeah. Now. Okay. So it's pretty much there, there's one or two dissenting opinions. I've heard that it's a bit fishy, whether he did my I'm, Fully willing to take your word. There's a couple of the lads have said, yeah, he was at death's door. He made 80. Fine, right. The problem is, he is at least five or six kilos bigger than that now. I've seen the size of him. He was he was out angling you. He was the size of John Hack, who at the minute is 215, right, by his own admission. If you go by the timeline, the next thing he did, he, so he did the clash in August. He did deadlift world record, middle of October. But then within three weeks, he's doing, it was two and a half, three weeks, he's doing OSG, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, 
Yeah, and they kind of elaborate on this too. Well above ninety, so I'm like, did you really do a massive dirty cut for that? And then you're doing it again for Worlds because he didn't weigh in for Worlds, did he? It was a video. It was, right? So it was a video in, and kind of like yeah. elaborate more on the. I was supposed to go for a deadlift record with you guys, but like yeah. I know I can't cut twice that much. But my focus yeah. is OSG, so the fact that like he did that was like, and it raised some red flags in me. But at that point, I wasn't like. Oh, whatever. Maybe he just has maybe it's lighter or whatever. Something, etc. Yeah, it was a lighter. It's obvious how oh, big he anymore. is. He's got overhangs on his quads. He's almost double muscle all over his chest and shoulders, and oh, he's not for that sure. Small. He's five for eight, so he's ninety-five yeah. walking around. Oh, I think I'm, he's like ninety-five, ninety-six. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, the time. So the timeline continues. He. Yeah, well, I'll, give him the, I'll give him the credit. I'll give him the credit that he made weight at OSG, right? But video weighing, just but you do you do have to good... you do have to preface by saying it is it, he made weight, whatever all within rules of OSG because I believe they run a tight ship and whatever. But when well, you oh, seen his video weighing video, have you seen yeah. his video weighing that he put up? It's a joke. I, I did not well, see it. It's a joke, so, like. The, the video weigh-ins for OSG, I don't think – I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but, like, they weren't as um, looked over as I believe they should have, in my it's opinion. An honest system. It's an honest I po- system. I posted mine online, so there's no scrutiny. If you guys remember that, like, the, the second I made weight, I posted an exact video of me filming myself from all angles, ha- yeah, everything in the shot. It has to be um, – the, the scales have to be shown to be on with, with, a, with a calibrated plate or something, and then you have to be videoed where it shows no one's touching you or you're not touching anything. And then it zooms in on the scale and the scale scale can't be jumping around like crazy. Like when it gets on, it's going to go and it's going to settle. Right. If you're 80 ish, right. It's not going to go 73 and then slowly tick up to 80 over about five or six seconds. So the only video he's ever put up in the past year, and it was in response to, kind of getting called out for the actual world record where he missed weight at the, the Arnold the, the Arnold the Arnold, uh, Arnold amateur and then two weeks later oh under 80 world record in my own gym and then he puts up a video wasn't an official weighing but a video where he's kind of cropped out he's hunched over and the scale takes about five or six seconds to settle from 73 to 80 he's either being reverse banded or held up from behind it's so obvious now well, the, the video also like the good speculation, the video also appeared like, a and he week was full or of water. Later. He had a tummy. Yeah. He had it a was tummy it was full of water. It was in response to the to our podcast. We got that, tagged. I'm sorry, but if 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 there's no argument that that was a fake, that's a fake video. It's fake. He's full. His legs are thick. He has a tummy. He's hunched over. The scale takes about five or six seconds to settle, and he and he and he was over and he was under by point four. So I'm set like it's I'm just I'm just saying now nah, I'm, ju- I'm just not having it, especially. With, yeah. So you're going to make weight in your in your own gym two weeks after the second biggest show of the the, the year. You're going to miss by five and then you're going to be. I'm sorry. I just don't buy it at all. Right. The video is terrible. If you haven't seen the video, I'll send you it yeah. because it got deleted. Like, it got put up and then deleted. I screen yeah, recorded it, was, it. I think it was on a story when he posted it and he didn't even post it. Yeah. It just adds more to the speculation and like. Tom, like I said, you've done ma- massive cuts. I've done massive cuts. I've done like 11, 12% cuts. Yeah. You are a skeleton. Like, I post, like, I, po- I showed you my video, my post. For you look like a vampire's like, had a go at you, basically, is what you look right? like. Yeah. Your, veins are, your, abs, you're so, your veins actually stick out because every, your blood is viscous. 
and your yeah. your your skin is so tight that like all you had to do was just look at his leg and it's thick and it's full and it's like bro you're like 95 in that yeah. video everyone like, he's knows not even 90 everyone's so, eyes are sunken back for him to put that video up is was just so disrespectful so so basically i mean i'm kind of jumping around here a little bit right what well, I'm gonna touch on. So well, can I can I add context just to the your, our average strongman listener that's listening? The reason for world strongest man this year that we were able to weigh in that the athletes were able to weigh in on a scale. Yeah, it was a hurricane, hurt. right? Because everyone the flights got messed up. Yeah, that's yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Hurricane. So. <laughs> yeah, it's well, not a typical situation. I'll even grant that he made weight for that, even though <laughs> the the only time he's weighed in in person in the last year was the clash where, again, he wasn't as big as he is now. He was he missed by four kilos and weighed in eight kilos eight. Fine, you made weight. He then, uh, world record attempt in his own gym. World record attempt in his own gym again. Misses weight for the Arnold. World record again attempt again in his own gym. Then, oh, and there's another one. And this, this speaks to his character as to whether we trust him or not. Uh, there was a little while ago, just when he was starting to get he was in the middle of kind of the, the size he was between the clash and what he is now. Did you see those series of raw quote unquote deadlifts that he put up? Mm -hmm. There was like a 340 double, a 350, a 360. Mm -hmm. If you put that and you put raw next to it, right? This isn't a joke. This isn't a game, right? It's clear to anybody who's watching them, the pattern of the lift, the way he scoots his legs in, you can actually see the outline of his single ply suit underneath. He wore a suit for that little phase of training. So you've just lied about training lifts. So if you're going to lie about training lifts, how am I supposed to take your word for it that your mates are weighing you in in your own gym? It just, your credibility just gets, and two or three of those videos are still up. If you want to go look, yeah, if you want to go looking back at some of them, that, that one of them is really quite bad. You can so you can look at the single ply video, you can see the outline of where his suit goes, and then you'll see in another one when he leans over to strap up, you can see the exact same outline underneath his t shirt. So, I mean, yeah, could he fully peak now? Could he pull 350, 360 raw? Yeah, probably, but he's also not an 80 kilo lifter anymore, he's not even close. So, like, would it be like we talked about this two weeks ago? I said the only way he's making 80 is if he does a protein sparing fast for like two weeks. In other words, he eats like two steaks a day, like a thousand calories, salt and water, runs on a treadmill, and he'd have to lose like three or, four, three or four kilos of fat and then cut from there. And then that would still be a ridiculous cut. That's the kind of a size of a cut I do. And you can't just decarb and then sit in a sauna or a hot bath for five or six. You'll scratch your eyes out and you'll, you'll go insane. Everyone's probably seen the videos of Chris Cyborg, one of the hardest women to ever live, crying her eyes out. Don't think I'm not like that when I'm, you know, 82, 81 kilos and I'm having to put hype songs on <laughs> just to keep myself under the heat blanket for another, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm used to it now and I can kind of, uh, if it's for a good reason, I can do it. But it's, uh, the reason it annoys me so much, right? And to me, it's, it's so blatant that I can't be the only person that's noticed this. I can't be. I don't have half the talent of this lad. Yeah, I don't have half the talent. I'm a bit old. I'm a bit broken. I don't have his talent. I don't have his genetics. I do have a high level of street smarts, and I'm very competitive. But he doesn't need to do this. He could be four or five kilos lighter, 
tiny bit leaner and make 80 no problem and still probably win OSG and all these top comps. But I just think everything he's done in this last year is has an asterisk next to it at best. So we jumped around a little bit here. I mean, what else? I mean, here's one, just the arrogance of this to me as well. What weight was he when he broke the the deadlift for a strongman comp under 90? I mean, I know... 90.4. It was like 90.3, 90.4. 90 okay, the, the, the promoter says there's a kilo tolerance. Well, I don't give a fuck what the promoter says. How about I run a comp and say there's 10 kilo tolerance? What are you talking about? A, right. It's a world yeah. record. Like, okay, it's, it's, so he's it's, an 80, you're telling me he can't, he can't, literally, if, if you're saying that he's within range of 80, right, that's literally 15 minutes in a hot bath to just take yourself under that. But I honestly think he did a five or six kilo cut to get to that because he actually got quite drawn out on the scale at 90.3. He was more drawn yeah. out in that weigh-in that was obviously a legit weigh-in than he was for the video weigh-in when he put up saying he was 79.6. So, yeah, I think I touched all the, all the points. But to recap, the three major comps where he's had to weigh in in front of a judge, he missed at the clash, made weight eight hours late. Fair enough, we grant him that. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt that he made weight on video for OSG because I haven't seen the video. But honestly, gun to my head, I'd be like, no, I don't think he did. He missed weight when... I was honestly going to leave him alone. If he'd have made weight at Euros, right, I would, I'd keep a close eye on this record event he's got coming up again in his own gym at the end of September because he's on about pulling 400 under 80, more like 400 weighing 98 or whatever he's going to, whatever he's going to weigh. Uh, but I was going to leave him alone. But the, the fact that like he obviously just kept eating and training all the way into this, in my opinion, with no... I don't even think he got to, what did he say he got to? Was it 83 or? 83.5 or, or something like that. 83.5. I don't even think he got that. I don't even think he got that. Like he looked a bit sweaty and a bit, but he didn't look, look, I'm near, no. I'm near dead 83. If, or so. if, it, if it was 83.5, he had room to drop it. That's all. I look at that and I'm like, that's someone that's done. He did. Parts. He did. And like, he if, was, if you're at 83.5 and had, you like know he had another seven it. or eight pounds to go, if, if he indeed weighed that much there, I just, yeah. uh, like, how was it we knew? How was it yeah, we, we knew were, two weeks ago? We knew, 100%. We were talking about this exact situation. I don't, I don't anybody any money that it wasn't going to happen. I said Dean's yep. the favourite to uh, to win. Although Clash might have, uh, Clash, uh, Flash might be having a, a bit of a, a resurgence. Is, if Dean makes a mistake, so he has a, well, his, his events get a bit weaker uh, yeah. in day two and three. But if Dean makes a couple mistakes, he's got a shot. But yeah, not to get sidetracked, but like, see, here, another reason why I didn't really want to talk about this publicly, but again, after after this, and again, people have been poking fun and kind of just almost pretending that like everything that's happened hasn't happened. Uh, I have a lot of respect for Tom Hibbert. The guy, I was in a lot of personal bother, not last Christmas or Christmas before. The guy's got kids. You know, he messaged me on Christmas Day to talk to me because he kind of sensed I was, I wasn't his client at the time. Uh, so I hold a bit of a, a debt to that guy. He really pulled me out of a, a spot where I didn't really want to lift anymore or what have you. And he's built an amazing team. Guy's super knowledgeable, amazing businessman. And I do think a lot gets lost in translation and Ben just loosely follows what Tom gives him. 
Do you know what I mean? So it's like there is a bit of a disconnect there. But at a certain point, you have to be like, you have to be a little bit suspicious. So like if one of my athletes was doing X, Y, Z, like for example, if a, a young natural kid all of a sudden puts like 40 kilos on his bench in six weeks, I'm going to be like, uh, hang on a minute there, Johnny. Uh, <laughs> are you still Natty, son? What are you, do you get what I'm saying? So I don't know. I don't know how this is going to get handled going forwards uh, with him. For, for those of you that don't know a little bit, I want to give a little backstory. Tom Hibbert is an amazing strongman coach. Coaches He's a amazing. bunch of amazing athletes. I, um, he also coaches Ben Donan, Dan Benson. Because some people might not know it, especially the American listeners might not know who Tom Hibbert is. But if they don't know who he is and you do strongman, you should really be following him as a coach. So he I'd be, might be the best strongman program. coach in the world. That's Tom how high regard. I and many uh, others hold him in. Yeah. I would, so I would say such a gentleman. So that's why I didn't even want to bring this cool. up because I feel Tom's stuck in the middle of this uh, and how much he doesn't or doesn't know. I mean, it might just be a case of he has ultimate trust in his athlete and wouldn't. Yeah. But the, the pure wealth of evidence has been presented in front of me. Do you know what I mean? It just, it does not add up at all. I mean, okay. I'll yeah. give you an example of what's going to happen now. Uh, I sent you the screenshot there that they invited me to their record day in a uh, end of September. Did I show you that? Oh, you didn't send so, me that yet. Well, it's their CrossFit club that they train in. There's some records day. And he mm-hmm. talked earlier in the year about doing 400 under 80. I feel, okay, if nobody wants to do anything now about, look, as far as I'm concerned, his record should be wiped. He has no, yeah. he has no credibility. He's not shown a legit way in. He's missed weight three times when he's had to weigh in in person at these big shows. And, he's, and, and he's, it's not been close, right? Plus the fact he's been fresh as a daisy and full as a house on the day when he's done these lifts. And now, am I accusing? Yes, I'm accusing. I'm saying he's, he's, you can be one of the most talented lifters in the world and you can also be messing about. So I told you I was going to hold back. I've been, been, yeah. And I think the frustrating thing, as like a fan of strongman myself, not just an athlete, someone competes against Ben in multiple classes, 80s, 90s, whatever. I'm a fan of the things he's able to do. It's it's incredible. Like that's so what makes it even really, more annoying. He's yeah. amazing. He is one of the best pound for pound strength athletes in any sport. But yeah. Ben, either bring your body weight down so you can make 80. And if you do one of these special event comps. I want to see you on a fucking scale, like legitimately, like because your trust, I'm sorry, in the community is zero. I may be the only one talking about it. And I know I'm putting you in a bit of a, a spot here, CJ. Yeah. I know you knew I was going to talk about this, but you probably didn't think I was going to be so uh, verbose no. about it, shall we say. But uh, now it's, it's come to a head where this is just fucking silly now. And there are some other instances of people doing this. They're not quite as solid. So I won't, uh, it's more or less just, I have an inkling that people are either phoning their weights in or, you know I mean, like I've been there at a comp where someone, I turned up at a show, weighed in. It was my first ever world record attempt where I think it was something like 325 or something. <laughs> it's hard to imagine. That was the world record only like two or three years ago. There was another big star there, like phoned their weighing in from halfway across the country. I'm like, you what? I was like, I, I traveled two hours to weigh in, then went home to refeed do you get what i mean yeah. so that was two years ago that was happening so the, the biggest thing i think there just needs to be more integrity in all of it there needs to be it's on the promoters it's on the athletes as well it's on every piece of this if we want yeah. this to be taken seriously there needs to be some serious in weighing in there's no other sport that allows this there's no, and if we, we want to stop to get out of like the parking lot yeah. competitions we want to be actually but it has occasionally happened it has occasionally happened in powerlifting 
but it's not in any big shows. I don't haven't heard of any yeah. uh, messing around for a while. There was some messing around with the Gugger Bridges. There's one of the all-time like uh, equipped Irish legends for one of his last uh, like meets, which was it was essentially a backyard meet where it's an equipped like all-time record. Like I mean, all-time, all-time. He was obviously not the way like he says he was. You know what I mean? So, it, but yeah. in powerlifting, it's not. It's not really happened for a while. The problem is, strongman's getting too big. There's too much clout associated with it. There's mm-hmm. prize money. There's sponsorships. Mm-hmm. There's all the advantages to be had of being a, a name lifter with additional coaching and all the rest of it that that goes with it. And there is an incentive for people to to bend the rules. I'm sorry. So. So uh, another another kind of big red flag to me that kind of like shows off. I know we talked about the weigh-ins, the videos, stuff like that. How much these records were broken by out of nowhere? Like we've seen the deadlift record of the '80s. You and me have attempted things. You and me have gone for it. Chipped. We're talking chipped. A couple yeah. kilos here, a couple kilos there. No, I, that up, is one. I do believe that. 100% believe there was that weight on the bar. He was just. Yeah. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. One, I'm not, one, one, just, one I'm, is phenomenally good. But two, I just don't quite think he was the like at my peak. I'm not denying that the weight itself peak was strength, on the bar, and I'm nowhere near as and I'm nowhere as talented as him. At my peak in the middle of COVID, I did a three forty like RP nine. I was probably good that day for three fifty, three fifty two without a cut. Yeah, I was but- I think I was sitting about ninety two, which I've cut from higher than that. That was at my peak strength ever, and I tore my lap four days after. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, it's one of those things that you can't do multiple times a year. You can't compete and then go do that as athletes. You it's very hard. Reflect. Yeah, if you do a massive okay, cut, I'm, like I'm wiped yeah, out for like two weeks from that. Yeah, you're you're a shot. That's the thing. And like, yeah. the, I'm not again. I'm not denying that the weight that was lifted was the weight that was lifted. I don't want that to be misconstrued by any means. I'm, Sorry, I didn't mean to call you out there. No, you're good. No, you're good. Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to kind of clarify. Um, it's, I'm questionable because it is a lot easier, especially to press at a heavier body weight. You have more mass to sit under a bar and like, again, the amount that's broken by. So let's, let's say, for example, we are skeptical and asterisks and whatever. It's a giant gap from his lift to the next lifter behind him. We're not, we're talking not close. So it's unfair. It's unfair on these records that have been completed to not have definitive answers for future athletes to aim for something. I That's honestly the don't thing. think that it would take a completely a complete freak to pull 800 pounds on calibrated plates, not fingertip gripping it with it with a legit lockout. Yeah. I mean, there's possibly there is a there is a powerlifter from the UK that uh, but the thing well, is, we're talking, and, and, we're talking about also yeah, the axle Karen, press record. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, the, the the pressing, my mind just gets destroyed. I mean, I'm I'm I find pressing very hard. We talked about yeah. my well, my I'm, left I'm arm saying, is two inches shorter than my right. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying with that too. Again, it's a massive jump, and like, can someone get better? Yes, but like, usually getting better requires, especially for pressing too, requires more size. It I'm a does, case yeah. when it comes to like my pressing getting better. When I started doing more '90s comps and training for chaos as a '90 my press skyrocketed. So it's possible to skyrocket, but there's yeah. no way I could have done that without putting on like, you know, 10 kilos like I did. Yeah. You know? Because it's a case of, of can you, it's a case of can you level up your, so we'll be a bit technical about deadlift now. So you can get very, very skillful in one of these top-end deadlift suits. Like a top-end deadlift suit, I'd consider like a, a, a double ply velocity, 
one of the old style metal jacks the new ones are terrible i don't know if they've got a new factory making or what have you but the, the new ones that they're making are not as good or the uh i talked to you about the inza leviathan yep. that ben uses i use josh lancaster's got himself one uh and i think there's a couple of other guys have tried it and threw it in the bin because it's very <laughs> hard to oh trust me if you've never used a dead suit before do not get one of these it's like trying to learn to drive in a formula one car it's crazy but uh can you get 25 kilos out of that yes but the proviso of it is your back has to be overly strong which mine has to be because i have uh i don't know if i told you about it i essentially have only one knee one of my knees has like no cartilage in it it's why i'm a a bit part you know specialist lifter i do the lifts i can do and and that's it i mean i can squat but only with knee wraps and i can't do a lot of volume on it if you have the kind of arms that you know, like a like a Richard Hawthorne, or who who's a guy in the UK that's like it. You know, a Superhead, the guy that was in a yeah. London. Yep. His his arms come to his knees, right? So yeah. If you're a lifter like that, it's phenomenal genetics for deadlifting, but only really raw deadlifting. They won't get much out of a suit because the suit isn't compressing down as much. Right. It's why someone like Jamal Browner, people saying, why doesn't he use a suit? He's tried one. He gets nothing out of it because by the time he gets to the bar, there's no real tension built up and it's a slightly different strength curve with his body in a slightly different position. And all it does is throw him off. He's not really getting that reverse band effect at the bottom. And uh, so you have your, your technical skill that you can obviously build over time. You can become more neurally efficient, but, like Ben at the back end of uh, 2021, he's about 95, 98% as efficient as he's ever going to get on deadlift. I look back at his technique only a couple of days ago. It's the same as it was now. The, the level of attacks there, the tightness is there. He's just smaller. You know, the guy's an absolute like freak now. I mean, he's a, I use the same, uh, one of the same labs as him. And I can talk about this because it's just peptides uh like bio lab their stuff's phenomenal and he's sponsored by them so you best believe he's uh he's using the kind of stuff that can you know hyperplase him he's got that look to him already do you know what i mean where like the muscle tends to like overhang if you have that like quad that like, on the side overhangs your knee where the muscle starts to like grow out and you're five for eight jeez i mean like you're a lot lot bigger than 80 you're a lot lot bigger than 90 i mean i look like i lift to the average person on the street when i'm walking around but uh like ben was honestly making look dean mcvee making dean mcvee look small like a couple of weeks ago did you see some of the mm. pictures yeah. <laughs> dean was like uh, 89 refed dean was 89 and like, yeah, dean, yeah like, dean was about 88 89 ben was yeah. had to be 96 97 i was 94 dean, dean is a perfect massive. size for an 80 Dean is a perfect yeah. size for, for, for yeah, an well, He walks around about 87, Short, 88. He yeah, it's just well. he gets hurt a little bit on stones. But other than that, all the other, uh, yeah. if the events line up for him, he's a, he's a force. He's like the textbook, like, yeah, kind yeah. of kind of guy that you want. If you're any bigger, it's how much muscle mass can you, you pack on the frame. And really, I shouldn't have been doing this as long. Uh, as I, would, I mean, to be honest, Ben's done me a favor by pulling, you know, like, <laughs> 800 pounds and more under eight because i know i can never do that i can yep. gimmick like I've, I've thought right what can i improve what can i improve can i improve my technique my neural efficiency it can't get any bigger i'm using the best deadlift suit ever invented and uh my top end is probably 342 
maybe not yeah. even 345 i've figured it so there's no yeah. point and as someone that loves that loves deadlifts obviously like this whole group is a group of people that like love deadlifts. i know we've been kind of haven't had josh in the conversation for a while but um it's i don't like that there's an asterisk like i don't want to be like you know i don't like the idea of like i want to I like that but at the I same don't. time like, I'm, a I just, I'm a fan i just of, like how good the lad is can't. he's basically he's everything you'd want he's everything you'd want in a strong man He's charming. He's as he's as aesthetic. He's fearless. I mean, what is it? Dad tore as a doctor, and he's like, okay, I'll just start push pressing and I'll do stiff leg deadlifts. <laughs> like the, the next day, tears as a doctor, and he's in there repping three hundred kilo yeah. stiff leg deadlifts. You just like you have a little chuckle yeah. to yourself, and you're just like, I'm never going to be that good. Do you know what I mean? Well, and, so, and someone that's dealing with injuries, like it's so hard to like when I when I dislocated my knee at OSG, like I didn't, I couldn't think about cutting. I couldn't. I couldn't lose weight. You can't lose weight with these like tears. It's a lot harder. Yeah. yeah, because well, you, you because can, but it's, it's not good for you. It's like your yeah, daily your, your daily meat is yeah is uh, is less. And then yeah, if you try and be in a deficit in that, you're not going to heal. So yep. it's a case yeah. of we'll see. We'll see what happens with me now because uh, not to go off on too much of a tangent, but I'm. I've said to people, I'm going to do 90 and possibly some smaller level open masters, like kind of fun comps and stuff like that here in Ireland. Uh, and people go, oh, you don't have to cut now. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm going to be 102. <laughs> to I, down down to 90. 90. I mean, that'll be a what? No, but I will. Uh, you ain't yeah, going to see, like, I'll be a, I'll be a slightly fat 100 cut into 90 for WPC Worlds. But look, I'm not a, it's actually funny, even ab about seven months ago, one of the, quote unquote top coaches in uh Ireland said, Oh, he's not a powerlifter. I was like, okay, so three months later I broke the like the masters any fed like weight class record yep. by like 40 kilos. Squat, deadlift and total. And I did that in like I hadn't benched and I hadn't squatted in like <laughs> three or four years basically. So I've decided yep. to I've decided to give it a real go and see if I can uh do something reasonable. Am I ever going to be like a world world class? Like I consider like a six hundred dots, like to be genuine, like world class. I'm probably never going to get that good, but I think I can get into the the low to mid fives within a couple of years. I understand everything that that needs to be done, the level of muscle mass I can put on, the technical skill I can uh, I can do. It was a uh, it was partly I was almost goaded into it, and then I was trying to ingratiate myself to one of my young lifters again who is almost being made fun of oh your coach is a deadlift specialist he's he's not a power lifter what does he know well it's uh we'll see how it turns out but i've got three months to prep now for a wpc and uh yeah i'm only like two weeks in but my body's responded really well already so instead of like just holding myself yeah. back yeah we'll see where i end up so yeah and that's just kind of case in point like when you have these injuries come up you you really want to put on more mass and like he's again he just came off an injury so like all these are things are just questions that don't have answers that we can't one hundred percent prove but like one thing on its own right but everything yeah. together just says no there's no there's no real way around it and look I was saying before that his his DM was uh getting filled after the last podcast well i've gone in ten times as hard listen <laughs> i've already said i've already said. I'm a huge fan of Ben's lifting. I've got nothing but respect for Tom Hibbert. But look, if it has to be me that says this publicly, fine, it's me. Because again, the only real affiliation I have uh, uh, is I do have a, a kit sponsor. But 
I train myself. I have a couple of people that uh, advise me. I'm kind of an indie guy, but be it a loose cannon. I haven't really spoken publicly or said anything controversial for a, a long time. But this is one of the things that, like, that it just needed to be addressed because I feel like I'm the kid watching the the emperor. Do you know what I mean? The, the emperor. Yeah. Honestly, that's how I feel. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I, am I the only? I'm, I'm thinking I'm like losing my losing my mind, or but no, just I know people see this as well, but just a, because it's such a big name, people think they can't they can't say anything. So well, that's it. You know, I've got nothing to lose. I don't care. So I'll. I think I have enough credibility when it comes to being the former record holder. And look, I don't want my record back. But whatever. There's a there's a lad that what is it? Virgil pulled three forty two or something. Anyway, it's on. Some uh, in Scandinavia there about six months ago. All right, it was a bit ropey. It was finger-tipped and bumper plates and that, but that lad's capable of 350-plus. Molnar's capable of 350-plus. If he, if he, if he, he just needs to be a bit heavier, I think. Like, be about 88, 89, boom, come down. Peak is dead. If he could do 350 at 80. Uh, I'm not sure what whether the twins can, can, get that, can get that high. I know they've done like 340 and 350 in training with bumper plates when they were a bit over 90. I don't know if they'll get back up to that. But look, there's about four or five lads capable of beating the number that I did. But nobody's done it yet. Do you get what I mean? I 100% believe that Ben didn't do it legit. So I tell you what, let him... This is not me calling for his records to be deleted, although look, I, I honestly think there's more than enough evidence to basically say that none of this shit adds up. He shouldn't be given credit for any of it. Uh, just from now on, if he ever wants to, to do an 80 comp, one, please don't do it in your own gym, but it looks like he's going to in, uh, yep. in seven or eight weeks. I'm sorry, mate, but you have to get on a scale and it has to be completely legitimate. Well, it can't in any way look shady I, or just... It ha- why, why do you keep doing it in your own gym? Like for what? Yeah. I think they have to. The only way that, the only way I'm going to start like believing any of this um, at this point, if I'm being honest, is that they get an independent person like flown in, like, and they are the ones weighing them. It like, and it's like live stream or like something to show a calibrated play. There has to at this point. I hate that it's coming to this, but like that's the only has to way. Be said, that, like, mate, because it has to be can, said because I can all, trust all put together, it's, like, it's, it puts, it's, it's not trustworthy at all. Yeah, and it's one of those things, that, and he can prove us wrong. I think he has the ability to, based on what he's done, if if all he this is legit, if all this is legit, capable, he's hundred percent capable. Like I said, if he just loses a little bit of total mass, it might even take a little bit of muscle mass off. If he gets himself down to like nine, ten percent body fat, because he's probably about twelve at the minute, like he can go from ninety, ninety-one down to eighty. Like he can do that, and 100, yeah. percent he could pull 350 or 360. It's, it's gonna suck but to get down opinion, there. But 24 you'll be able to find. It. You'll be fine. The 24 are supposed to be hard. They're supposed to be hard. The 20, They're the not. Oh, I'm gonna free roll it in my own gym, and just because I've been 80 once in my life, do you know what I mean? Like you would laugh at the weight I am now. What I haven't, I've still got ab veins, right? I was 79.6 for statics. Two weeks ago, I was ninety-five before bed. Just yesterday, yeah, that, sounds about, that sounds about right. I mean, yeah. I've been refeeding I mean, I, like crazy. I've been I, deliberately I like facts. force feeding myself. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I've I pride myself in, and you've I have all my old weigh-ins. They're on my my Instagram, and I insist that when they're taken, 
it shows me on the scale, it zooms out, shows me on the scale, so that there's no there's no question. Well, it's actually, also I- like I videotape the whole process personally. I videotape like the full water load. Yeah, I, show, I do it. Cut. Yeah, show yourself before and after. I mean, that's not proof in I, itself. I show each day. Each day, layer. I'm like, here's where I'm at. Yeah. Here's, and you can see my you body. You don't have to do that, but it's just, would you not, if you're doing something historical, would you not want it to be put beyond any doubt? Yeah. So, personally, uh, yeah, I'll just that's give my you my personal my, opinion. Yeah, the last time I pulled what would have been a world record, but Ben did his 360 a couple of weeks before. It's actually an interesting story. So I failed at the Arnold. Both me and Rich failed, not under the best circumstances, but we failed. We were given a shot. Uh, and Ben was supposed to do his record attempt, I think, two weeks after that. And then they, they said he tore his bicep. He said he tore his bicep, and then Tom Hibbert confirmed it. I was like, all right, shall I have another go? I was like, all right, so... Ordered myself another uh, set of supplements, right? And so I decided I'd give it a week, check my bloods. I was actually not in too bad shape. I'm like, right, I'll do a quick blast. I'm already in good shape. Uh, if I have a good setup, I have a shot at it. I think then I start training again. A week later, he's like, oh, I'm okay now. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, you said you tore your bicep, not strained it, whatever. And, that, and he did a week later, he did 340, 350, 360. And, uh, he was basically like, do you want? Do you still want to carry on? See what can be done. I was like, yeah, fuck it, we'll, we'll carry on. I think uh, British record was like three thirty eight. Was I like, right? I'll I'll aim for three forty and see if anything else is there. So I called up uh, a promoter that I knew. He had a a powerlifting, like a hybrid kind of powerlifting comp going on, where there was some single lift stuff going on as well. Uh, and I said, looking for a spot to do like a an under 80 record attempt. I said, it's not going to be world record now. It will be like British record and it will probably be the biggest. I don't even know if I still hold the, the biggest pound for pound masters lift. I think I do. I think super Ed's second. Uh, if you do it on formula, Hainler has got a smashed, but uh, yeah, actual like straight pound for pound. I think I've still got the biggest one, but we set it up so that it was very, very strict. We had a competition deadlift bar, rogue plates, we had an exact time we were going to lift. It was 5 p.m. Weighing was at 5 p.m. Uh, the day before, which I actually like because you can wake up in the morning and cut weight then, stay up quite late refeeding, another meal in the middle of the night, against, and then feed all through the day. And I actually had clients all through the day that were lifting. And it was me. I went for a pound-for-pound challenge against the under-70 uh, uh, Irish champion, who's actually a friend of mine as well. Uh, and I, I, uh, he's one of my sponsored athletes. So we went head to head and we basically, so we had an exact time to lift. We had 10 minutes between lifts. I think I ended up taking a, a second attempt and I had uh, Aisha Ulla ref me. You know, she's won Ireland's strongest woman. How many times she's won? I think she's won Masters Worlds as well, right? And I said, hold me there. Do you know what I mean? Be strict. You know what I mean? Be strict on me. I said, no favors or anything. And the lift's up there. I think it's number three on mass cast all time or something uh, i think it's the biggest master's lift ever done they they posted it up as but that was supposed to be like my moment right and it i just think it got taken from me a little bit now i didn't even i didn't even clock on then that it was all a little bit do you know what i mean asterisk mm-hmm. shall we say because i didn't want to think badly but again yeah. there's more and more and more and more and the thing that put the nail in the coffin and i think it was the same we used was the miss at the Arnold with the, the axle two weeks after, and you were like, hang, hang on, 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then when that was, the first, back, that was the first red flag to me. Was I was there I with the Arnold. Yeah, and I looked back at all the his his body weight progression and that and all the rest of it. And again, he's even bigger now, and that's why I was like, you know, because you I, you can see the gap in his deadlift suit. <laughs> his legs are getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and he's mm. so. I don't know. I think we've covered everything over this. We're, uh, I'm going around in circles a wee bit with it. Uh, but no, this, think... this can't happen in the future. This cannot continue to happen. People like promoters, the athletes need to speak up more. Coaches need to speak up more. Because again, me and CJ are not geniuses by any stretch. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? We can't be the only people seeing this. So, I mean, I do have a unique skill set in that I was invested in something related to Ben dead mm-hmm. suits, cuts and what have you and I tend to see angle shooting and stuff but yeah. I guarantee you we're not the only people seeing this just a lot of people were just uh, no, so not so a lot of people have sent DMs and I understand people don't want to speak out but it's definitely, it not, it's definitely not just us I wish yeah. more people would speak up just in general in Strongman I think we covered enough about the don and stuff I wish people yeah, would yeah. speak up about like if they go to a really bad comp and have a bad experience Posting a recap, being like, "Oh, thanks so much for having us out." You know what I mean? Because that I happens. fucking hate that. I f- I, part of my like my biggest yeah. pet peeve is like, can I give you a small DM? small example? I'll give you a small recap of what happened at the the record attempts with the Arnold in the amateur. Someone broke the world record, right? They weighed all the plates. Now, number one, it was a stiff bar as well. It was a, a very good bar, and it's technically a deadlift bar, but it kind of isn't. <laughs> Do you know which one I'm talking about? Which brand? Mm. I can't say the, I yeah. can't say the name. I know, I know exactly what you're de- talking right, about. It's not me. a deadlift bar. Right? So anyway, so they're using that. And I think it was 21 and a half kilos anyway, right? Uh, it was their version one. It's since been made a 20 kilo bar. I think their version one was over. The plates were weighed and the plates were seven kilos over. So it was supposed to be 338.5 on the bar. They took it down to 332. So then it's the next day. And I'm like, okay, are you going to do the same thing again? Oh, no, no, no. We've weighed all the plates. They're all grand. <laughs> right. I said, what? Did you take a belt? Did you take a belt sander to them or, or what? Or do you know what I mean? So, yeah. and then, I, so I literally, I was like, right, I want 339. I come out and there's just 820 plates on there. <laughs> so they couldn't even be bothered putting on what I wanted. So it's a kilo over what I wanted. And it's probably seven kilos over on a stiff bar. Now, what does that equate to? It's like 12 and a half kilos harder, right? So, mm-hmm. biggest moment of my life. Oh, and uh, just to backtrack on that, I was supposed to be. Now, I don't blame the person that bumped us from. It was supposed to be me and Molnar in the main event. It was kind of like the old lion on the way out. It was supposed to be my last comp versus Rich Molnar. He's got a bum knee, but he's still going to like take me on. And he was looking like he was going to, you know, pull a massive away. But again, his cut was so big, it, it completely fried him. I think he failed 320. Just give me a. Yeah. There's a list of people that have tried to come down from overnight and fucked it. Like you tried and it and it really it really hurt, yeah. Mona yep. tried. Tim tried, even though his, his his twin brother actually got the record that day, but he was completely fried from the cut. Yep. Uh the the Italian lad, what's his name? The tall ranky lad. He tried but got smashed by a cut. Uh I'm one of the few people that's done a massive cut and been near near hundred percent. Uh so that was a complete shambles. I ended up actually yep. lifting before the doors opened for uh, for main admission. So 
I mean, I could go on. I could go on about this for hours, but I was yeah. essentially. But, I was bullied that day. It was. It was crazy. We ended up having yeah. to lift way earlier than we should have done. The weights were wrong. I we weren't even told the order we were lifting in. It was basically like they just didn't want to give the money away. Is what happened. Yeah, this this all comes back to like we need higher standards from every level of this sport if we want to be taking if we want to be a serious we take it you know um, because promoters need to hold themselves to higher standards athletes need to speak up and hold themselves at higher standards and athletes need to hold the promoters to that standard too if you have a bad experience say something you have I think um, there are there are some that are would you not agree that uh, no I don't see eye to eye with Luke Davies on everything and uh, Rhiannon was my coach and we didn't have the best uh, part into our relationship but uh, I saw a uh, Stacks and I saw her give her a big hug, yeah. and I uh, like had a bit of a laugh and a joke with her. I think they're doing the best job out of anyone, pretty much. That stuff they're doing is phenomenal. People yeah. need to look at what they're doing and essentially copy paste as, as best yeah. they can, as far as I'm concerned. That's, what they're doing at the minute I, is amazing. I would say that show was near perfect for any show I've ever done at, it's phenomenal. at a high level. There Couldn't were small things that I brought up that were like looked over, but if I can nitpick a show. It's a great show. You know what I mean? It's one of those yeah. things I'm like, and, yeah, they, and, they took my, and they took my like, hey, this, hey, that could have been like this much better if you, and they, like, okay, we didn't think of that one. We'll but you sure know what? They'll do that thing. next time. They'll do that yeah. next time because well, was, they know, just, you know what you're talking about. Yeah. And I wasn't trying to be like, oh, this, this hurt X, Y, or Z. I was like, hey, this could have been the most even, the most, and this little tiny stuff that as a spectator you wouldn't have noticed, but coming from the athlete yeah. side, and I'm not opposed to telling a promoter that. And I wasn't trying to mm -hmm. like, oh, you ruined the show. You ruined. No, I'm saying like this could have been better for the athletes. Because my goal, as like an athlete and as like someone that like I help run shows and judges shows, is commentate shows, is to give the experience that these athletes deserve. And mm -hmm. so like I feel like I always come from a stance of how do we make this better for the athletes? Period. Like doesn't even have to be my class. It could be like, you know, dumb down to like the 64 women all the way up to the open men. Like, how do we make this sport better and how do we hold people accountable to keep progressing and making it better for the athletes who actually put themselves on the line? Like, we are all one lift away from, like, retiring because the weights yeah. you lift are crazy. Like, no matter how many times you've done a lift, like, it can go wrong. Like, I lifted – what was it? Before Chaos, I did a frame pickup. I've done, like, 500 times. You know, it wasn't even, like, mm. heavy. It was, like, 495, 500 pounds. And I tweaked my back a little bit. I was yeah. like, oh crap. So that, that's not a heavy lift for me, but it's like even the light. Maybe you took it for granted, yeah. yeah. I often find so it is the, do. it's the lightweights that hurt you sometimes. I told you before I tore my lat on a lockdown. I'd done 340, like clean as a whistle, probably the best lift I've ever done in my life. Four mm. days later on a on a speed day, it was like 260, ripped my lat clean off. And actually the video so, is pretty you ever see that video? I'm literally I didn't, sat I in want... the corner for five minutes crying. Because I knew, yeah. I knew how bad it was. I tried to pick up an empty barbell, couldn't pick up the bar, and I was like, "Oh shit, it's done." And you, normally, it takes a while for the blood to, to yeah. appear on a. No, there was blood, but it was red right away. Yeah, it was oh, purple. Was, but yeah. like, that's what right. I mean by each each athlete that competes, each athlete that goes out there, whether it be a local show, the yeah. world's level, somewhere in between, you are putting some kind of your health on the line. And like, very few, if any, shows offer any compensation. You get hurt. You know what I mean, but we need to hold that to a standard too, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, uh, it'd be you'd do well to try and pitch that to an insurance company, though. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, right. You try your best. By the I way, we've a got a strongman comp, and uh, <laughs> uh, like, listen, someone would probably could could run. Again, look, 
know, like yeah. I think, I run uh, crazy yeah. algorithms and stuff for Black Dragon. Like, something like that could be worked out, but it almost would be. I think it would be prohibitively expensive to have a yeah. insurance. Well, like, I'm not saying I'm not saying it has to have that, but I'm saying like yeah. the fact that we should expect higher standards. Not weights changing, not misloading, just, not this, not yeah, that. Just at the level. I'm not saying we need be, something. I'm saying we need to be every respected. precaution needs to be taken. So yeah. I mean my my opener at uh did you see my opener at uh statics was misloaded and I was telling them, no, that's wrong. <laughs> and they were they were like, I was, no, no lift. I was like, no, it's wrong. Like, do you know what I mean? So <laughs> and I yeah. log press is super, super difficult for me. One, because I can't push press because of my right knee, and then I can't take an uneven grip on the fixed handles with my left arm that's short. So just log is an absolute nightmare. So it's just a case of put up a log to where it puts me hopefully within touching distance on the deadlift and I managed to do enough. So, yeah. but uh, that was a shame actually that uh, Statics wasn't as well uh, represented. I think it had the potential to be quite a big and quite a really, really fun event. And it was a, uh, yeah, because you, you know how many there ended up only being five lads in my flight. It was supposed to be yeah, like, there was uh, a lot of there was a lot of pullouts in that show. Yeah, Ben Donis, what is it? Matteo pulled out. I don't know why. Uh, was it uh, Schultz? The American that was coming. Andrew Schultz. Yeah, was going to come over. I think he had a problem uh, getting the time off or what have you. There was another couple of uh, decent like deadlifters for me to go against, but uh, yeah, it was a shame because that is my last ever under eighty comp. And all right, I finished with a. A world title, but it almost it fell a bit flat for me. Everyone's like, "Why are you upset?" I was like, Ugh. "That's kind of how I am. I'd rather come third to Don and a couple of other lads, legitimately, than win a comp that was a you know almost like a you know a club comp per se." So that's why I just yeah. went for broke on my uh, second deadlift. I just went straight for the straight for the record because I knew I'd done enough for my uh, opener. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, Josh, what were you going to say? No, I was just I was just circling back, and we've run a little bit long, so I want to kind of wrap it up. I think we kind of yep. hit home our point about that stuff. But you know, I think one key takeaway is if you're invested in strongman on any level, the lowest up to the highest is just speak up and kind of make your voice be heard. Because especially in America, where is where I can mainly speak for. No matter if you're a novice or or you know if you're at the top level of the amateur, you are the money that's going into the sport. So they need you. You're what's you're what's funding the sport. So speak up. If you don't like a show, say you know you don't have to be a dick about it, but just say you didn't have a great experience. You know, and and because I think what I see with a lot of promoters is they're not necessarily aware that their shows suck because Ooh. everyone <laughs> everyone thinks that everyone dms and and gossips and stuff like when this donut stuff came in i got 20 plus dms about this stuff like him not making weight again yeah, can i just address that it. one second just yeah. one second sorry yeah, to one second well, one second if tom. you're gonna if you're gonna hold on hold on tom, hold on, show, on, tom. Hold on, tom. Yeah, hold on. um what like i my my grand scheme is and i'll let you kind of close out is just sorry mate post about it talk about it and, and you are the voice of the sport so what are you gonna say tom I was going to say, look, you're obviously going to get some DMs. I'm probably going to get some DMs. Uh, I think CJ's been the most level-headed one on this. I've, I've got a little <laughs> bit passionate, but I think I got my my point across. I, I, I came in the intention of like being professional and respectful, and uh, and get my point across. But I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna hold back. I was going to say what I think. 
don't be sending any ad hominem attacks to, to either of the lads or me. Stick to the facts. If you have a problem with anything that we've said, come up with an argument to counter what I've said, because essentially everything there I've said is factual. I've given you dates, I've given you times, I've told you the, the size it was, I've told you what's happened going into it, and everything collectively together does not add up. If that, gets, if that got put in front of a, a court of experts, a bunch of strongman experts, they'd all come to the same conclusion. So no blatantly slagging me off. Look, I already acknowledge that Ben is a far superior athlete to me. I'm a huge fan, but just if he's going to do 80 and he wants to continue to... Because there's talk of like under 80 goat. I'm like, I'm sorry, but you can't be called that. And You need to erase all, the, all this... Uh, doubt there is and there's huge doubt over a lot of stuff you've done uh because at best he's a tweener at the minute he'd have to he'd have to gain another good few kilos to be a big enough 90 to really compete with the top top 90 lads i mean who knows he might win in the next couple of days in the in the 90 but uh he's just a little bit down on the the top top 90 lads but uh he really has to commit to being a little bit lighter and so he can actually make weight and if he's going to do these special events dense it has to be beyond any question whatsoever because in my he's, he's eroded any trust he has with me and with a, a lot of people that like you say again we'll talk in dms but but won't say it publicly so i'll say so, just stick to the facts no ad hominems yeah, stick to the facts you want to debate with me that's fine yeah and um, i'll just say one more thing i think um as a sport and i'm not trying to name anybody we just need to have from every level the proper integrity because we all again most of us aren't doing this you know making a living off of this i don't think anybody really is at our level at any weight class division but there is money getting involved in the sport and there needs to be standards there needs to be integrity that comes from promoters that comes from athletes that comes from weigh-ins that comes from everything and i think we need to step that game up and we need to start stop getting rid of this possibility of doubts from anybody and we need to have that as the normalcy not just a one a one off where we praise um, the fact that oh they were really good about weigh ins oh they were they ran, they ran a great show that should be the normal thing, in my opinion. Hundred yeah, percent, I agree. And I'm we're not I don't think I mean obviously Ben and, and we're gonna we're gonna finish after this but Ben is just what the talking point is right now because he's breaking these records and he's the guy doing it. I think it's for everything, any record, there needs to be legitimacy to it across the board. It's if it's not Ben because we're in his class or whatever, it's anyone. So if someone's coming along with records, you need to be you need to be so big now. Yeah. It's it's the the crowd alone. I mean, in there's probably only Rihanna and maybe one or two others that literally are making a living wage from their from their prize money from these comps. Uh, but indirectly, the amount of clients I've gotten through my small accomplishments the last couple of years, they've paid my bills, essentially. I wouldn't have had a bunch of the clients I had if I hadn't raised my profile to, the, to this extent. So there's money to be made indirectly through accomplishments and clout and if people can cut corners and if people can do this and that to raise their profile for clicks and clout and indirect money that can be earned through sponsorships and you know coaching they can accrue and stuff like that right. like you say things have to be held to a to a higher standard i mean there's been talk of all these uh like a proper website being put put together by various guys the equivalent of an open powerlifting for uh 
for a for strong man. The closest thing to that is Luke and Rhiannon's website. They just have to start saying no to records. I'm afraid, uh, as like or it's or Luke has to get together and find a panel of like five or six people to look at something and be like yes or no. Do you get yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Almost a little we Supreme need... Court for you know. And if anything's yeah. under question, and, if there's not a the big... weighing. Sorry, mate, carry on. No, and the biggest thing here, if you're an athlete and you um, are have nothing to worry about, why would you even care if this happened? So I'm just saying I think it's a great idea. Right. Yeah. Well, I think we covered a lot. I know there was more I wanted to cover today, but maybe we'll do it again and, and touch on some other topics. But, bet, you know, obviously we, we kind of got sidetracked on all that. But I really appreciate you guys coming on, taking the time. Tom, I know. No worries, man. I know it's the middle of the night where you're at. No, nah, it's grand. It's only quarter past two. Uh, first time <laughs> ten a.m. So, but you're yeah, we'll happy to do it again. I'm not here. sure how this will this will come across. I, I'll either be dismissed as a hater, or people will really listen to what I'm saying and look to move forward with this. I hope Ben does because he's obviously going to hear about this, and a lot of people are involved with him. Uh, just. He does have the potential to be the fucking the lightweight goat. He is. He is that good. But just you need to step your game up, son. As far as I'm concerned, it's not it's not honourable enough what you've been doing. You need to, uh, in all all aspects of it, you need to. If you're going to be the goat, act like the goat. So right. I think I'll give well, you that. Guys, I appreciate it. I really appreciate the time. No, it's guys, Instagram names on. Be sure to follow these guys on everything. And and thank you guys so much for the time. Cheers, man. Cool.